Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. show we have a writer ghostwriter philanthropist doing big things out of buffalo new york where the bills are of all things <laughs> it's tanisha mack and the only team it's really new york is the buffalo bills people other teams in jersey so y'all know so, <laughs> so, so it's tanisha mack and what's up tanisha how are you doing today i'm good i'm good and yes i was born and raised in buffalo i'm in georgia now <laughs> yes indeed now, the weather must be so much better for you. Oh Even my God. I mean, New York we coming have, down here. Oh my God. Having snow up to our necks. And now, you know, we when we get a little bit of brush of snow down here, you know, they shut the city down. Yes. <laughs> hey, it's case in point right here. When it snows, I'm in the house for a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're so used to it that when we out and about and there's nobody on the streets, people, I'd be like, oh, well, we know what to do in this. <laughs> No doubt. Let me ask you, Tanisha, what inspired you to become a writer, a ghost writer, and, you know, take your things that happened to your life that was negative in terms of positive so you can be who you are today, showing the world that, hey, you can overcome some bad situations and not let them, not let them hold you down. Right. Um, I became a writer after my husband was killed. Um, I found healing and writing. I always liked writing. Don't get me wrong. I'm the kid in the class that when they gave the 12 page paper, I was the one excited. So um, I had a friend that contacted me and said, man, you've been through a lot, you know, the last 10 years of your life, maybe you should write a book. And I found it to be healing as I was writing and I just continued writing and I didn't think my book was gonna take off the way it did and it did. So I just continued writing and writing. Then I, a lot of people started contacting me like, hey, your book was a success. Can you help me with my book? And I'm like, sure. You know, so I started, it just hit me like, you know what? Why don't I start a publishing company? And then after I started a publishing company, then I get the people that say, you know what? I'm not really a writer. Could you help me with my story? And then I was like, you know what? I love writing. I love telling stories. Let me become a ghostwriter. And that's how everything became. I took a tragedy that almost killed me and 
learned how to heal from it through writing. So that's how that became about. I got you. Cause I'm like, you know what? Like, like I'll tell you off the air, like you do some writing. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, my articles are short to the point. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Hawks won. They did this. They did this. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> right. Over. <Done. laughs> like, to actually write, like, I ain't gonna lie. Back in the day, I was trying to write a book about legacies and it was too short. They said, mm-hmm. this book is too short. I said, well, this is what I feel about it. Maybe it could be a short a short guide how to get it done. I don't know. Right, right, <laughs> right. right. Like, I'm over it. <laughs> no, 2010, you know what I'm saying? But uh, like I said, I admire you because, like I said, for me, the radio is therapeutic. I can just talk about it and be done with it. Right. To have she has to sit down and write, rewrite, proofread. Yes. Read it again, write it again, let it go to an editor. The whole process. So tell us about the whole process of trying to get a book published and written to completion. Okay, so if I'm writing a book for myself or even in ghostwriting, with ghostwriting, I have to sit and talk to my clients for about an hour or so. We do a couple of interviews where I can, I record them, I get their story, and then I start listening to it and start putting it in order and, and you know, putting it down and writing. I'm old school. I don't just write it on a computer, I write it out first on okay. notebooks. I write it out, I go over it again, and then I type it out. And then I send it to my client. Or if it's for me, I type it out and I send it to the editor. When a client is, is happy with it, then it goes to the editor. So it's a long process. It's not, it's not something I can... I personally can write my own book within maybe... I just wrote a book in two weeks. I was going through something and I just wrote it. So, but I can write a book as quick as two weeks, or I can write a book as long as a year or so. But with my clients, I try to give them five to six months because it really doesn't take me that long to write. No doubt. So for you, do you find inspiration that would it be like y'all riding around or just going out somewhere? I know in my situation with radio content, I might get an idea just about being out somewhere. Like I might mm-hmm. go to the Starbridge Walmart, I might go to the <laughs> <laughs> the ponce, the ponce roof. I might go that peace tree street, see something crazy, have some content, or go to Lynx Mall and that the Dodge bullet. I'm, I'm, I'm right. some right. <laughs> <laughs> So no, I find inspiration in um things that I've been through or things that I know uh someone close has been to uh through. So my inspiration just basically comes from personal experiences or things that I've, I've known a person gone through. So that's where I get my writing from. And it, if I'm, if I know it personally, I will be able to write it quicker. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I'll be there to be, it'll be cool. Like you, like I said, you know, like, you know, like I said, I just have so much respect for you and what you do, because I, I just know for me, how I struggle writing, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and I, and I was like, a lot of listeners out here probably have the same issue I do, where it's like having to sit down and actually write something out. Because I'll tell you no lie, I haven't wrote anything in like in years, okay? <laughs> I don't think I can still write even. I kind of still, I kind of still write anymore. I don't know. I haven't like, had to write anything out in years. I don't write checks. I don't do anything. I I sign with e signatures on. I type right, on that. Right. I use signing fields or whatever. So I can't even. That's somebody actually sign something, literally sign something. It wrote right. my name. Right, right. <laughs> you can't write your name, so no, you're not able to write a book. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can I? I don't, okay, can I still do it. I don't know, but maybe. Right. <laughs> 
but it's crazy in this digital world that you still want to do it the old-fashioned way, which is just yes. good. Yes. Like, my father still gets checks from SunTrust. Well, Truist now. I'm like, mm-hmm. order you some checks. Like, bro, like, what? <laughs> you need checks for what? <laughs> He's like, son, I want to write my check. I, I, yeah, I, I want to write my check. I, I don't trust. That's it. You got to go get an go envelope, some stamps, uh-huh. all this long <laughs> process to pay Georgia well, Power. This, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you can just really go. I can go online for you and pay them for you. Right. He's right. like, no, nah, I want to write my check. And this joke had me go buy a book, a book of stamps. I'm like, what in the, what in the <laughs> blue hell is this? <laughs> like, so, yeah, it was just funny that he did that. I'm like, really? Wow. Now, let me ask you, Tisha. So, for your, to get a client that wants to join you and be published by you, ghostwritten by you, what is your criteria? I know some people, I might have some ideas out here. Oh, I might want to help me too. So, what, what, what do you, how do you decide who do you help and who you don't help? Serious. You have to be serious in the process. Um, when I start talking, a couple of things. You need a budget. I tell people to research ghostwriters. They're not cheap. There's nothing that's going to be a cheap process. So if you have a budget and you're ready, I know that you're serious. Um, If you have your ideas and your thought process and you know where you want to go with the book, I know that you're serious. It all depends on when we do the consultation. If I get the hesitation and the playing around, then I know it's, it's nothing. But if I get the client that's, I'm ready, I'm ready to do this, um, then I know that they're serious. And I take a lot of people based on their stories too. When I hear a lot of people's stories, when we're talking through our uh, consultation, I'm just like, yeah, let me help you with this one. Got you. And how much do you have input? This is their book. So how much do you get involved for as input and creativity when you're doing ghostwriting? Because that's some of my question I had for you as well. Like, how much do you get involved for as the creative side of with it being their book ultimately? Right. Um, I have clients that give me full creativity. Um, they just tell me their story and be like, go. Like, I have one client that she loves me. We working on her second book. She'll tell me what she need to tell me. And then she say, Go. <laughs> Do you? And then when I send it to her, if it's something she wants to take out or then there. And then I have other ones that, you know, they put their input in. Um, I'll listen to their story, write it up, and then they'll wind up uh, sending me something like, hey, I wrote up something. Could you add this in? Or So it depends on the client. Like I said, I have clients that just say go, and I have clients that say, hey, I want to add this or I want to have uh, 50% of my creativity, you know, things of that nature. No doubt. I see a lot of awards. You've been around a lot of heavy hitters. So tell us about <laughs> that. For folks who don't know Tanisha Mackin. Yes, it's Mackin people, not like with a G, but with an I-N, Mackin. Tell right. us the people about who you, the awards you've received over the years and who you've been around that, that they recognize the heavy hitters hear names you've been around. Read your bio that this woman is on a mission in transition. Um... Well, I did. Uh, I was I was blessed to be able to do an anthology with uh, actress and comedian Kim Cole. That was something that was just amazing for me because you know we all watched her as Sinclair on Living Color. Yes. I mean Living Single, Living but she was on the Living Color too. Yeah, Living so Single. We, yes. Right. I so missed that we show. Watched her. <laughs> we watched her on those shows, so that was a blessing. 
Um, some of the clients that I have now that I'm not going to mention their names, but they are a blessing to me as well. You know, they're heavy hitters. And I've just been blessed with people who trust me with their stories, especially some of these celebrities. And um, I actually did a book tour for um, Stevie J's um, oldest child's mother. So it was a tour that I put together for him and her. So that was fun, you know, being able to um, watch everybody screaming, oh my God, CBJ, you know, and at that time he was like a heavy hitter on the reality uh, TV. So that was good. I mean, I've just been around a lot of people. As far as the awards, I'm blessed. My city that I live in, they actually blessed me with three awards uh, for the last three years, um, uh, best business. So that was good. Um, I've received uh, Rising Star, Author of the Year. So those are dope. I appreciate them. No doubt, she's making it making it shake for real. Stevie J is very funny. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a reality TV fan, but his memes and what things he have when he say stuff, yes, it's one of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Many of the songs that you all like that are getting remade over and over again by these new artists, he put the beats down. He was the producer for them. exactly, exactly. Yeah, so you like any bad boy records from like the early 90s to the 2000s exactly that's stevie j with him <laughs> <laughs> that's who did it forget right. the, what you see on vh1 right the man is a genius yes when it comes to producing music i think and he's four grammys four grammys in or four grammy nominated but yeah it was four yeah, so yeah, yes, I love that brother. That brother's funny as can be. Now, you, <laughs> you have Mac and Miracle. Tell us about that because I think it's very important that you're assisting widows and children. So, tell me about that, us about that uh, project that you have been a philanthropist as well, Tanisha. Right. So, I haven't done it in the past year due to, you know, thanks to COVID. But what I used to do with Mac and Miracles is we used to, uh, me and my children would adopt a, a family uh, around Thanksgiving and start getting their Christmas list together. And we would just go out, we would have, we would ask for donations. And if people donate, that was cool. But we would go out with the list. And my daughter used to love it because she loves shopping for toys. And, and that's what we did. And then around like maybe a week or so before Christmas, we'll go over to our family's house and deliver the stuff. We never recorded it. We never did anything. We just went over there with love and gave them their gifts. No doubt. That's the best way to do it because I for those who do it for, for the gram and TikTok, I'm like, are you putting on for the for, for social media? Or are you really about this life? Right, right. You know, because helping somebody is not to be broadcast all over social as media. Much as, I, as much as I was helped when that situation happened with my husband, because it, it made worldwide news. It was a big case. And when I say people from all over different states, different cities, sending my kids diapers, because my daughter was like four or five months when it happened. And my son was on his way back to school. You know, um, I think he was going into first or second grade, the school supplies, the diapers, the milk, the clothes for my daughter, just people from everywhere, the money that was sent, I couldn't repay everybody. So I had to do something and that's what we came up with. 
Yeah, paying it forward is always fun to do for sure. And I, I mean, that is one that's, that's a great thing to do because, you know, I feel like, Tanisha, you know this to be true as well. It's better to get and receive. You know, mm-hmm. you and I are musicians where we can actually use our platforms to give back and right. help out where we can. And, you know, for me, it feels good because I know where I grew up at. I, I didn't have right. much as, as, a, as a child. Right. To be able to have a establish a platform, have a job covering in sports and media and be able to help out the communities, give these young kids an example of success that hey, exactly. You can do it too. I, I came from your beginnings as well. Right. And I made it, you can as well. Exactly. No doubt. And you know what's nice? So let me ask you for this. Um, since you've been in Georgia, what is your favorite thing to eat? down here in GA since you left up north. I know y'all like seafood up there and stuff like that. What's your favorite thing to eat down south here? Oh, you know, we're from um, Buffalo. New York is the home of the Buffalo Wings. So that's what we eat up in Buffalo. Down here, I and I always, um, it's crazy, I always blast them, but I, this restaurant, which was a food truck, and he became a restaurant called Fat Boys. Oh my God, we go (laughs) We go there at least twice to three times a week. And today, we're going there today. Every Friday, we make sure we go because um, he has this thing that I got addicted to. And it was, it's crab fries. It's, it's the fries with the crab meat on it and some type of sauce. Oh, my God, it is good. So that's what that's what I eat. I eat that like three. I'm telling you, I gained weight from that place. <laughs> and it's yeah. Black-owned business, so I love supporting them. No doubt, see, now, that's what I got. I'm not good with crab and seafood. I like, like, fish. I like fish, like the, the catfish, and that's about it, and some shrimp. <laughs> like, the, if I like, it's a little Papa Do's, go, do, do, do some oh, crab. God, I'm, uh-uh, do some so crab. Seafood. I don't like that. I don't, uh, that food is salty to me. I don't like juicy crab. Mm-mm, I'm such a seafood fanatic. I mean, salmon, uh, fish. Uh, crab, like I, I love it, and I don't do scallops and and I do lobster and crab legs, but like scallops and mustard and the oysters, not I don't do those. Yeah, everybody here, what do the juicy crab? I, I don't <laughs> like that place. I don't like Papa those. That's to me, it's oh, over my place. <laughs> to, to me, it's overrated. Oh, that is my place. <laughs> Look, I go taco mac and be cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, see, that's that's another place we door dash all the time, too. Taco Mac. <laughs> hey, I go taco mac on 138. I'll be good. Side bridge. I'll be good. Oh, they, they know me. They know what I want. Right, right. Ten barbecue, fries, no salt. They know that about me. They know that. <laughs> hey, I'm good. Like, That's but funny. The Juicy Crab up at Tar Boulevard? Nah, I ain't going <laughs> up there. No, I don't want to go there. I don't care about crab boils or whatever you, whatever, whatever that, that crap is. I don't <laughs> Look, I'm going to go to a hood spot, get me a, a two catfish with some vegetables. Uh-huh, that sounds good, too. All seafood I need. And some <laughs> shrimp, maybe. I don't need much else. Right. I don't understand. I don't want to break off crab legs and break whatever they got to do to get to the crab. Yeah, my meat. Daughter, we sit here and we'll crack them things all <laughs> night. Put it in the butter. I <laughs> look. I hey, look. I'm like, so if y'all go to a seafood spot, I don't invite me. I don't need to go. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna bring my own food in. Right. Yeah. Oh God. I've been like, that petty before too. Yes. They're like, who is this with this, his own food? Like, I brought in some wing stop Papa Do's. Okay, uh-uh. no. <laughs> no, sorry. 
No, sir. Like, <laughs> bro, you, yes. I got, look, I don't want this high expensive crap I don't want to eat. Right, right. I'm going to break my 10 piece from Wingstop and my fries and my brownie. And be right. You sound like my son. I always, anytime we go to a seafood restaurant, I always got to, if it's, if it's not salmon, I, I have to find him chicken uh, fingers or a burger. So that's him. Yeah. So me and your son agree on that, man. It's, right. it's crazy. But <laughs> it's funny. Everybody in Atlanta want to go to the Deucey Crab and Papa Do's. I'm like, look, I don't, I'm not impressed. I like, I'm not impressed by these places. Don't even start it on. Roof Chris Steakhouse, okay? Oh, yeah, I never even, I'm not fooling with them. Like, look, I said, that's a bill. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> no, that's I'm not my light bill right there. And then Chris. you be like, so does this come with vegetables? No. Oh, we got to order our own? Oh, okay. Mm -mm. Yeah, like, nah. Because, see, I grew up, nope. I had to look, watch my, watch my money. And I still had that mindset. Right. Like, I, I'm not right. overpaying for just a name. Right, exactly. You know, I'm paying for the name Papa Do's. Right. I'm paying for the name Juicy Crab or Ruth Chris. Right. Or whatever other kind of Chris you want to have in Buckhead. <laughs> right. I'm not paying it. It's funny. Tisha, I know we having a good time. It's funny. Uh, Chick said, you have a nice job, but you cheap. <laughs> no. I value my dollar. Yeah, I watch my money. <laughs> I'm not just paying for a name. Right. <laughs> right. Like, nah, I, I can do without the name. That's why I never own a pair of Jordans in my life. Oh, yeah, I, I don't wear them. Mm -mm. I, I'm not paying, I'm not making him richer. Mm -mm, I don't wear them. Is, is, is he going to buy any, any of my boss mans? I think not. <laughs> so I'm not going to buy his. Right. Like, I'm about to help this man be richer. <laughs> he ain't gonna help me. I said, if he bless, right. if, man, if he blessed my show with some money, right, 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 then maybe I would be maybe more to be inclined to get because he blessed my show. <laughs> so people like donate to this. Uh, are you gonna donate to me? Right, right. <laughs> hey, it's a give and take. What am I getting right. out of this? Right, <laughs> exactly. It's just business one on one, people. <laughs> Because as you you in business too, you know how it is. People send you emails all the time about different offers. Right. I said, oh, my response is, how does this benefit the Bossman Entertainment Group? Right, 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 right. If you can't tell me how it benefits me, I ain't doing it. Right. Because I didn't come to you, you came to me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because I know you probably get emails the same way I do. All yep. day long. All about the time. All, all the, the kind of offers, like, nah, we good. Right. We, uh, and that's how I am. <laughs> yes. Now, are you, are you a Bills fan? Mm -mm. Well, that's, that, that's, that's promising. They're going to kill me. They gonna ki Don't kill me, everybody in Buffalo. I'm just not. I just never was. <laughs> so, so, so are you a Falcons fan? or? No, I just, when it comes to football, I'm really not into football. I'm into, I love basketball, and that's just, and it's crazy because me and my son has this argument all the time, but he's the team player. Me, I'm I'm wherever LeBron go. I'll be like, oh, LeBron. Oh, no. You're one of those. I like LeBron. Yes, I do. I'm, I'm a fan of his. Oh, no. I'm not a Lakers fan at all. I, me, when my husband was alive, me and my husband used to go back and forth about the Lakers. I did not like, I was, I'm never a Lakers fan, but he happened to go over there. So I just be like, okay, LeBron there. 
Let me watch. Yeah, I'm not a Lakers fan at all. But the LeBron thing, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I love LeBron. It is what it is. And I, I, I'm not going to buck down from it. Me and your son have so much in common already. <laughs> right. He'd be so mad at me. When you just you just don't like the team because he is, let me tell you something, he is Golden State to the end. Yes. We actually, our dog's name is Curry. He named the dog Curry. Like, come on. Wow. So wow, yes, I I love the Warriors too. Mm-hmm. Now I covered Atlanta Hawks, of course. Oh but yeah, I, yeah. But I, <laughs> I like the Warriors. I didn't say it out loud. I like the Warriors too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I like the Warriors a lot. You know, I like them too. Brother. You know, I I can't say it out loud because they but you Atlanta Hawk guy, yeah. But are the Hawks <laughs> won a championship. I don't know. Right, Golden right. State can. They can help me when I go to the barbershop. Talk about the LeBron people, but I, I love to give LeBron people. Right. people. I love to give y'all stuff. I love to give y'all stuff. Yeah, that's how that's how my son is. I'll be like, whatever, I don't care. He know I don't care. I just be like whatever. <laughs> I still like him. <laughs> it, it be blowing my mind at Laker Hawks games. It be more LeBron fans than it be Hawk fans. It blows my mind. When I have um I have season tickets to the Hawks game and you know I'll sell I'll go to some games but I'll sell you know my tickets but when the Lakers come or when LeBron come and I've I've been going when he was in Miami when he was with Cleveland I I'll be like I'm there you ain't got to worry about me I'll, I'll be there well I'm there every night so I'll see you at the game man I'm <laughs> I'm there every night working so right right <laughs> and, and probably I'm cheering against him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Hawks. Right. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy though. But yeah, it'd be so many fans in Lakers. Like when the Knicks come and say the Knicks, the Celtics, the Nets, the Sixers, all them traditional teams, Golden State too, when they was good. It's more them and Hawks fans. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. So uh, Atlanta's just kind of one of them towns, but the Hawks are getting better, thank God for that. Mm-hmm. You know, they are. I, they definitely are. So yeah, so no, no doubt. Now, so sell get sell them sixty six online. Then I'll tell you, sell sell them because I mean I'll do the same thing if I had them. I would sell them. I'll make the prices be way way high. That's when the Lakers come down. Yeah. Like, oh be, God, when Lakers come, I already know what it is. You know, I'm gonna make the tickets high as can be. You want to see your <laughs> man's? It's gonna be a tax for that. <laughs> it's gonna be a tax. It's gonna be a tax. It's gonna be a man's tax. You see your man's. You know. So yes, it did have a good time with Tisha. Tisha, before you go, um, tell up people some projects you have coming up. They can get 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 some projects you got coming up as well, and how they can reach you online. Okay, so you can reach me on I'm on every platform as Tanisha Mackin Publishing or Tanisha Mackin, and that's T A N I S H A Mackin M A C K I N, and I do have um, which I haven't told anybody here first um. I have a new release coming out in a couple of weeks for a uh, part two of a book that I've done. Uh, a couple of years ago, I did this book and it was number one and I did a part two to it. So that's coming up. I just like literally finished it and it's coming up probably about two weeks. I'm about to, I'm going to be announcing that um, I think Monday or Tuesday. So no doubt. So, for that. so, so yes, we play a show on tomorrow. 
Uh, okay. On Saturday here, we will get the breaking news first from the Boss Man Show on your radio. Yes. No doubt. Appreciate it, Tanisha. <laughs> Tanisha, thank you for your time, and I will see you if I'm safe from Arena at a Hawks game. Then I'll right. you, I'm there every <laughs> night. <laughs> just hit me up. I'm there every day. That's, okay. my, that's my job. I'm there every game. <laughs> I got to be there 5 o'clock for 7, 7, 7 30 game. I'm there. Right, right. You're there. <laughs> got to be there early. Yeah. So we, I'll see you there. You be safe and glad to have you on the show. We got to do this again real soon, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.